3: Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Bedard versus Braden. I know that might be a
4: disservice to everybody else on the ice, but that's what I'm going to be hyping up tonight. How
3: about that? Pretty exciting. Both those players... uh... Get lots of ice time. Dave Stritch is not shy about playing the kid. Played him in every position on the power play. Warrior kid's good too. Jagger looked good. Won the game for them in a shootout the other night. And those guys aren't all the focus. There are a lot of good players on both sides. So it should be a fun game tonight. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Well,
4: it certainly was. And we cruise into a brand new day. Hump day, as they say. R.P. here and Moose DuPont there. How you doing, Moose? I'm doing well. You having a good day? I'm having a great day, yeah. How, how do you like to switch back to 10 a.m. SAS time? Feels good to
1: me. Yeah, you know, I like it after the show. In the morning, I, I like the mornings having
4: more time, usually. Yeah, but yeah, I also yeah, like yeah. being
1: done a little earlier. Yeah, just
4: rolling into uh, the show. I like it. Yeah. And uh, morning time to our folks out there. Boy, we got some interesting mail, by the way. I didn't tell you. Email, of course, from some viewers out in British Columbia that if we have time today, I want to read it. Some cool guys, some NHL guys that are just enjoying the daytime sports talk out there. Yeah. there's, There's nothing else going on. And, hey, breaking news today. I actually don't have it in my quick six show topics, but I should. The Buffalo Sabres on the heels of last night's loss to the New Jersey Devils have fired their head coach, Ralph Kruger this morning. I don't know how many they've lost in a row. Twelve? Eleven. Eleven? Okay, it's coming up in my NHL. Leftovers, what the Sabres are doing, but they have not yet named a coach. Their general manager, Kevin Adams, is meeting with the media, I think, now, or he already has. I'm interested to see whom he names. And actually... I'll pick up on the rest of that in the quick six show topics here. But again, the Buffalo Sabres finding their coach this morning. Our guests today on the program come from the Saskatchewan Rattlers of the C-E-B-L. If you've noticed, the Canadian Elite Basketball League is getting a lot of pub and hype. Their season is actually just around the corner. And uh, Barry Rollick and Chad Jacobson of the Rattlers are going to be joining us. And Caleb which is a national name. He is a survivor of the Humboldt Broncos crash on April the 6th, 2018. And uh, Caleb Dahlgren has a book out, and he'll be coming up in the hour two to join us. So I'm looking forward to chatting with Caleb and seeing him again. Okay, quick six show topics, please, (laughs) Director Jordan. Thank you. I'll get to all the viewer comments in a moment. But there's, a, there's a lot to get to here. NHL leftovers from last night. Darren and I were calling a game, so I didn't watch any NHL hockey. But I saw the highlights, of course, this morning. And uh, here's one. How did Buffalo win six games? Like, they've lost 11 in a row. Where did they win their six games? I know Because they're so bad. I'm just yeah, 12 in a row. I was you wrong. looked it
1: up? I was wrong. What it, does it matter No, at this point? But I thought this was a good hockey team. Like, the roster's good. I think think it's a culture problem. I really do. Most times it is.
4: And the coach might be able to change that. There's zero and zero. That's what the new coach will say. Yeah. Right. Forget about the last 11. And so Bruce Boudreaux on this show yesterday said that he has not talked with the Sabres. Has that changed in 24 hours? That's the question. Would the Sabres fire their coach and then go and hire somebody? Or search for somebody? I could see it. They just don't seem to know what they're doing. Put an interim
1: guy in for a bit.
4: (laughs) Well, I'm just saying, usually you got your next guy lined up, and when you gas the last guy, you announce the next guy, and they're not doing that. So nothing am I putting anything past the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, My third leftover is my new favorite commercial. Less talky, more skatey. Isn't that for Harvey's... Yeah. With a guy standing on the ice eating the hamburger and he's yelling at the players. That's right. Keep more drilling. That's right. I love that commercial and I see it 1,800 times a day and I never get tired of it. I think it's Harvey's. Wings won. Wings won. Just pointing that out. Detroit won. They're now the third worst team in the NHL. Worse than them, the Seattle Kraken and Buffalo Sabres. And lastly, the New York Islanders uh, winning streak snapped at nine games. And then there was the hit on Jared Tenorti last night, which I thought was clean. So that's my sixth leftover. Did you see it? Yeah, The I Pittsburgh did. game? Yeah, it's I did. Totally clean. Maybe a
1: two-minute penalty, but uh, no, it didn't look like a 5 in a game. And it definitely won't be suspendable because they, they took care of it on the ice. But no, I didn't think it was that bad.
4: Okay, thank you, Pinks. He's telling us that the Sabres, meeting with the media here this morning, have hired his head coach, Matt Ellis and assistant coach Dan Girardi. So there's your next head coach of the Buffalo Sabres, Matt Ellis. And Bruce Boudreaux was clearly telling us the truth yesterday that he has not spoken with the Buffalo Sabres. From some of our... uh... Okay, hey, you know what? Thank you. Roxanne Theris writes in from Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions. And Roxanne, I say this with the utmost respect. She says, Dupes, you need to pinch Rod... Was, I don't see him wearing any green. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everyone. Just checking in from sunny Saskatoon today. She's been in here. Yeah, we, well, not only can we not wear green because this is a green screen behind us and you wouldn't see us. I'm going to say this with the utmost of respect, but also openness and honesty. I'm an alcoholic in recovery. I do not celebrate St. Patrick's Day at all. So have fun, everybody. And by the way, my life's never been better. It's never been better. But it, St. Patrick's Day to me is just another day of the year. It used to be Super Bowl, Great Cup, Christmas. <laughs> I'll roll into one. <laughs> but I don't, I don't even acknowledge it anymore. So hence, no green. Even if we didn't have a green screen, I wouldn't be wearing green. That's my problem, not your problem. But that's why we're not wearing green. Uh, moving on. Point two, the... United Football Players Association. Let's just clarify that just before yesterday's show, they announced the statement that they are hearing that the CFL is going to cancel the next two seasons. I denounced it without even having to check with the CFL, but they denounced it and said this league has nothing to do with us. I was on that XFL podcast last night, the XFL Mark podcast, and we talked about all of this, and the hosts are great. Look it up, at XFL Mark. They're dropping it tomorrow, but... They said the union, the ultimate or union, what the hell is it, the United Football Players Association, they have the right idea. And I would agree with them. Those, they're not bad guys. And they came back at me yesterday and said, oh, you wait, when they cancel the season, you wait. We told you, listen, I don't want to fight with the football guys. I'm on the football guy's side. I'm on the player's side. I've made that very clear. But if they cancel the season, it's not going to be because of anything you guys said. Right, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a statement from the commissioner Randy Ambrosi. Yes, you're hearing it. I'm hearing it, and I know you fully believe there won't be a season, because that's what you're hearing. But you can't put in a statement or a news release that you're hearing rumors. So we're gonna make a statement. That's all. But would you agree that they have the right intentions? They weren't trying to stir up anything with that. I don't think so. I think they believe it.
1: They've heard this, and they want to educate the players. And they're also trying to. I understand why you. I see why you put that on social media. You put that on social media because you're a small union and you want to have more players part of your union and you want to show the players that you're looking out for their best interests. Right. Yeah. And how else do you communicate to the mass public to say, look, it, we can be an asset for you. We're looking out for you. We're telling you what you need to know. So it didn't come off the right way, but I understand the intention.
4: Um, by the way, so the information was incorrect. I, I probably misread it. I'm not going to blame anybody, but that's, uh, it's on me. Who's the head coach of the Sabres? Don Granado. Okay. Don Granado's the head. Co- I think I had it. It was just then. worded. It was just typed out a little bit weird. Okay. Head coach, Don Granado, assistant coach, Matt Ellis, assistant coach, Dan Girardi. Okay. That's who's in charge now with the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, we got to move on. Big hockey game last night, and I loved the game. Not necessarily the outcome. We called it on Access Now Television. The Trans-Canada Clash. Major junior hockey. It is big boy hockey. And the Regina Pats blew a 4-1 lead and lost in overtime to the Moose Jaw Warriors. Conor Bedard, two assists for the Pats. Their holy child... The wonder boy for the Warriors, Braden Yager, a goal and two helpers, right? That's right. And it was just a whale of a hockey game. And we'll be back on the air tonight, 8 p.m. Mountain, Regina Pat, Swift Current, Broncos. But in our new feature, what are you calling it? The Great Western Ultra Update? The Ultra Update. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that game later on. It's also in my Cat Country 98 FM commentary, as we are everywhere. Point four. This is interesting. Gord Miller has taken up a Twitter feud, and now it's turned into an all-out brawl with Barstool. And I'm trying to follow the story. I'm not a big Barstool guy. I'm a spit and chiclets guy, obviously. As Nasty's a friend of mine. I'm going to need you to help me out on this because yep. I haven't really followed the Barstool thing. I guess I'm too old. But Gord Miller said I'm never going to go on any show affiliated with Barstool Sports because they are misogynistic, sexist, all these things yeah and i'm like well i've listened to spit and Chicklets, and while it's raunchy it's not anything i don't think out of line it's just putting a tape recorder in a hockey dressing room that's what it is um but you're saying it's more than that
1: yeah i mean it's a dave portnoy thing he's the he's the leader of Barstool. he's the founder he's the founder right he's the leader there um and just some of the past behavior i think that's where gord has a problem with right like you know he talked about racism and misogynistic behavior and some different comments and you know he was the shock jock right okay the shock jock and and you know said different things got some attention but uh not everybody likes barstool and that's you know there's there's reason because he hasn't said the right things he's he's made some bad comments um and so Gord's not wrong right Gord's not wrong and he doesn't want to support it now you know Portnoy's trying to Build his brand back up and he's built a phenomenal brand and now he's trying to do good he's done great things like uh there was a small business fund that they created in the pandemic where they raised i think it was over 100 million dollars uh, distributing to small businesses so there's a lot of good that barstool's done um they've got females in high you know positions of power and i think the ceo is a, a female so they're doing a lot of different things like that and growing but his past isn't super clean Right? Yeah. So he's trying to repair that, and uh, it's not all the way
4: repaired. Right. Yet. So, in our poll question today for Capital Ford, Capital Automall, Universal Collision Center, who do you support in this latest Twitter feud? Gord Miller, Barstool, or the middle? And people have strong feelings on this. Our friend Gord Randall. You know him, B.C. football guy writes in and he says one of these sides made a comment about being uncomfortable with some of the things Barstool reports. The other side still has its followers threatening a 16-year-old girl over it. This shouldn't even be a question. Sure, Gord, thanks for your opinion. That's fine. It's a poll, okay? Ryan Flaherty, Global Saskatoon, good friend of ours, voice of the Saskatchewan rush. He says disappointing number of Barstool votes here, but sadly, not surprising. So, the results so far are Gord Miller 54% of support, 30% supporting Barstool, and 16% supporting the middle. Neither. I'll go with Gordy. I've known him a long time. I like him a lot. I've worked the CFL with him for decades, I've worked the world juniors with him. I did radio, he did TV. I like Gord Miller a lot. On the flip side, Ryan Whitney, one of the co hosts of Spit and Chicklets, came out this morning and said, Sorry, I don't remember inviting you on to Spit and Chicklets. So I wonder where this all even came from. And there are people going against Gord Miller saying, why are you grandstanding on this? You weren't invited on. And I guess guess if I got a vote, I'm voting for Gord. He goes, if you're calling me cancel culture, because the definition of cancel culture is holding somebody responsible for their actions, then so be it. That's me. On the other side, where's Barstool Sports now? So they've changed. They've cleaned things up. You can't pay for your past forever. You can't. So I'm voting for Gord because I support Gord. But if Barstool Sports, like I have zero knowledge or history of this stuff. You tell me that it happened, fine. But that's why you need to make an informed decision when you are voting or when you're supporting. Let's remember it is a democracy and it is a free country, guys. So you're upset that somebody's voting for somebody else. That's their right. Did we forget about that?
1: Anything else? That's pretty good. I mean, I'm on Gort's side too, but I also understand the other side. And eventually, you know, how how long do you pay for the sins of your past, right? You know, second chances and stuff. And I don't know enough about David Portnoy and about the leadership at Barstool to make a a real, you know, educated statement on it. But, you know, have you shown evidence of change? Have you shown evidence of growth? I can be on your side if that's the case. If you haven't,
4: then I got a problem. (laughs) <laughs> thank you yeah um don mcneil in central o- ontario watching he says miller was asked a question he answered it ryan whitney is deflecting so somebody basically said gord miller would you ever go on spitting chiclets? and pff, away we go i don't think gordy even would have expected this no. backlash. i don't uh gord randall the west coast gordy writes in again Someone suggested he should go on Spittin' Chicklets, and he just said that while he loves the guys that host that podcast, he's not comfortable being associated with Barstool. Given that he probably gets that question a lot, it seems pretty reasonable to me. Totally get where Gord Miller is coming from. Totally get where Ryan Whitney's coming from, too, with we didn't ask you to come on, so thanks, but no thanks. It reminds me of Rob Maver supporting the Stamps, the former Calgary punter, and uh, Bull Levi. And Rob Maver's like, I wouldn't go on that Rod Peterson show either. And I said to Rob Maver, "Don't worry, you don't ever have to worry about that." <clears throat> Moving, on, are we ready to move on? <laughs> I'm good. Uh, well, just one more thing. Uh, just you know, Gord Miller said the definition of cancer culture is holding people responsible for their past actions. Here's my question, not to Gord, but to that definition: Who makes anybody the judge, jury, and executioner for their past history? Who gets to decide? Just because you don't like their actions, you're going to cancel them. I'm not talking about Gort. I'm just talking about if that's the definition of cancel culture. Who makes who? The judge and jury. Yeah. Uh, point five. We got to speed it up, but they're quick. NFL free agent notes. This is listen. I don't like the off season of hockey. I don't like the off season of football when it comes to free agency stuff. I don't like that Andy Dalton signed with the Chicago Bears. They don't even like it in Chicago, by the way. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, Ty, Ty, Tyrod Taylor, T-Mobile, going to sign with the Dolphins. Where did Magic go? He went to Washington. Went to Washington, and it's just it's it's the carousel. I mean, what if I'd bought an Andy Dalton jersey? My God. I know. I hate. I don't like this. I know. And then you know
1: Chicago signs Andy Dalton, and then we hear just twenty minutes ago that they made a massive offer for Russell Wilson. Three first-round picks and two starters. The offer to Seattle, who've said they're not shopping them, but everybody's got a price. So it'll, it's fun to follow a little bit, but it's a lot
4: of chaos and movement. Hey, shout out from Brooklyn, Don Marie Gallagher, fr- good friend of mine down there. She's a uh, what should I say? Just a wonderful person. She's into business. She's into all kinds of things. I met her when I was down there getting some training a couple years ago in Manhattan. She's a Brooklyn gal. Shout out, Don Marie. Love you, and thanks for watching, by the way. I appreciate it. Talking to this Canadian sport, she's like, what the hell are these guys talking about out there? <laughs> as long as you're entertained. Yes, that's well, Hey, that's it. As I said to my wife one time, why, why, why did you want to marry me? She said, because you're entertaining. I said, I'll take it. there's worse things uh point six toronto blue jays extend the skippers contract or pick up the option on 2022 vladdy had four hits including a triple yesterday they routed the philadelphia phillies opening day is getting closer man and the blue jays are it we no argument here with charlie montoyo No argument. Being the skipper. And I saw Ross Atkins explaining it on SportsCenter, the general manager, and I'm like, you know, I didn't used to not like you. But that's only because he hadn't proven himself to Canada and to Blue Jays fans. Can we say that they've proven themselves? They're on the track. They're on the right track. So let's go, Blue Jays. Let's play ball. Yep. All right. We'll be right back. Rattlers GM, Barry Rollick, coach Chad Jacobson, going to talk some C-E-B-L ball. When we return, this is the RP Show on Game Plus Television Network across all 10 provinces and 31 states, including New York, City, live daily on YouTube and Facebook, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live.
3: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
4: Podcast listeners, RP here to talk about Manscaped. Moose Dupont's with me as well. Moose, ask me about the lawnmower 3.0. Rod, tell me about the lawnmower. Okay, 3.0? 3.0, 3.0, okay. the lawnmower 3.0. Listen, I've had this thing for what now? A month, maybe five weeks. Guys, I'm telling you, we've been doing it wrong. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about it. And you're just like me. You've been using big clunky razors. You've been using. Extension cords. You've been awkwardly maneuvering yourself over the toilet bowl or the sink. How about a battery-operated, small, handheld with a headlight? So you see where you're going. Oh my God! To sort of get those nooks and crannies. You know what I'm saying? No chafing. <laughs> well, I'm getting to that. But I'm telling you, it gets to the nooks and crannies that your regular facial shaver or a, a clipper doesn't get to. This guy, this guy, the manscaped. Lawnmower 3.0 was specifically designed for men. Okay, a lot of thought went into this. Don't just willy nilly, you're willy. <laughs> Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0. Any other questions? I got to try it. I'm sold. <laughs> I still haven't tried it. All I've been able to do
1: is listen to your testimonial.
4: Okay, so right now, you guys, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. All one word, Fansided20 at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com and use promo code Fansided20.
3: Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show
4: certainly is. Welcome back to the program, everybody. We do have a sports update coming up. And, of course, I will tell you right now, the Prairie Mobile text line is open, 306-840-8777. For any comments on our comments, which we will get to later on in the program. Well, we are very big CEBL fans, and do not uh, hold it against us that we're Saskatchewan Rattlers fans, that we... Hail from the rectangle, and we're very proud to bring in the top cheeses there. General Manager Barry Rollick, Head Coach Chad Jacobson joining us on video conference today. Gentlemen, uh, hey, your season is right around the corner. Barry, I'm going to start with you. How are plans coming for the 2021 CEBL season, specifically the Rattlers?
5: Rod, thanks for having us on. Uh, I'm a big fan of your show, and it's a real pleasure to be here. Thank you. Um, well we we've been working at this for some time now and and uh you know we're getting to a stage where we're we're preparing for training camp and our, our roster's rounding out nicely uh you know we, we think we're in a pretty good position now and I mean there's a few other spots we still need to fill but we're um, we've made some pretty good advances
4: how much are you getting asked if you're gonna play at all or how you're going to do it i mean I th- I've realized the cebl business model is different than the nll you're neighbors or whatever you want to call it, your co-tenants, right, of that facility, much different from the CFL. How are you going to do it? Are people asking you that?
5: Well, I mean, there's been some pretty good direction from the league office in terms of what what the plan will look like. And there's a a definite plan in place to play in the home markets. Now, what that's going to look like, obviously, is going to be dictated greatly by the situation around us. But um, I, I think there's a full commitment by the league to go ahead and be playing this season. Uh, whether that be in, in the home markets or, uh, you know, as an alternate plan, maybe in a, in a bubble-type situation.
4: Chad uh, Jacobson, over to you. We'll come back to Barry. But uh, the roster, you just signed a big name yesterday from the champion uh, Edmonton Stingers. Talk about your roster as it relates to last year, returnees, and how you feel about it here as you get ready to open camp.
2: Yeah, big signing for sure. Really excited uh, to have, you know, Travis join our organization. Um, obviously, he's... You know, a, a proven commodity in our league. You know, he's a two-time All Star, um, a, a winner. You know, he's a champion last year with 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 Edmonton, and we're just thrilled to have a guy like that join our join our team. Um, you know, he, he's he's a dynamic player. He's he's able to help us, you know, both offensively and defensively, and, and really excited to have him join us. And I think he's a big a big boost um, to the community, to the organization. He's a, he's a high character guy, and anytime you can add somebody like that, you know. To the team and, and to to the community, that's that's huge for us. From uh, the coach, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, no, no. no, no Barry's continue. done a great job. Barry's done a great job with um, you know bringing in you know bringing back some some key pieces from last year's team. Obviously, Negus, uh, Webster Chan joining us is is great. I mean, he's a dynamic player. He can shoot the basketball, and he's a familiar guy with the organization. You know, he's a fan favorite. He he knows what we're about, and, and we're excited to have him back.
4: Tell me about last season, if you don't mind, and the uh, high-octane nature of the bubble in St. Catharines and the, just that it was two weeks, the summer series. I know the Rattlers didn't have the showing that you wanted. I think you started great, and then it was kind of actually all downhill from there. What did, what did you learn from that experience?
2: Yeah, no question. Uh, you know, it was, it was disappointing um, from the standpoint of the results. You know, we, we were going in as defending champions, and, and we had higher expectations, and um, you know, just, we were faced with a lot of adversity in the bubble with, with changes to our roster and, and some injuries that, that played out. And, um, it was tough, you know, in a setting like that, I think in a short season, uh, where you've got a limited roster, you kind of need everything to go right, uh, to have the success that, that you want. And, um, but, but at the same time, you know, it was a learning experience for us. You know, I think there's a lot of things that we took away, uh, as a coaching staff and, and. We kind of know where we need to address some some issues and and how to get better for for the upcoming season.
4: Just some comments from your fans and our viewers. Monty in Saskatoon says hi, Chad. Hope you have a great season. From Donna Berger, she says, "Go Rattlers!" She won tickets to a game two years ago on this show. We went, and uh, she's hooked. <laughs> That's all it takes for Rattlers basketball. From Roxanne Ferris from Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions says, "Woohoo, go Rattlers!" Barry, you're smiling when you hear that. Are you surprised at all at how quickly Saskatchewan's latched onto this team, especially when you didn't even play a home game in 2020?
5: No, I'm not surprised. You know, Saskatchewan fans are are, uh, legendary for their for their support and their devotion to to their teams, and uh, you know the support that we've received in Saskatoon has been and province wide has been tremendous. Um, And uh, you know, it's it's our goal to try and, and provide a an exciting and entertaining product for the fans that they can get fired up about and they can, they can come out and support and, and uh, you know, really enjoy the game.
4: Well, for people across the country uh, that are getting turned on to the CEBL, cause there are teams almost <coughs> coast to coast and eventually one day, maybe there will be, but you're in most major markets, but Barry, um, like I'm not a basketball guy. I'm a hockey and football guy, but I love the games and my kids played basketball. I just could never figure out the rules. I'm not that smart. But can you talk about the history of pro basketball in Saskatoon? Like I did go to the games, the slam and the storm. I used to come down from Prince Albert. Clearly they love pro basketball in Saskatoon, but I kind of got the sense that they felt torched a little bit about the way it ended back in the day.
5: Yeah, well, there's no question. And I was, you know, a fan through that period of time too. Uh, And, you know, I I think – you know, ultimately, what happened there was it wasn't that the franchises in Saskatoon weren't successful. In fact, they were very successful. Uh, it was the league around it that ended up collapsing, and that's why fans, you know, sort of felt abandoned in, in the whole thing. So, uh, you know, I think the CEBL brings a uh, much stronger model. Uh, I think, you know, across the board, the league is much stronger with every franchise, and and it's very exciting to see the growth and the expansion that's that's occurring within the league. And, uh, you know, the meticulous planning that goes into each move as the league moves forward.
4: It is tremendously exciting to watch. And I'm glad that we're in from the ground floor. Um, Chad, back to you, the quality of basketball, if you don't mind, from year one to year three. Has it improved, kind of stayed the same? The, um, The quality of player, I guess. How would you answer that?
2: Well, I think think the caliber of play in our league uh, from day one has been exceptional. You know, I mean, we've got uh, some of the very best Canadian players uh, playing in the league, Uh, you know, obviously outside of the guys in the NBA, but it's high caliber. Um, And and I think the imports that are starting to come into the league uh, definitely has improved. You know, you see a lot of guys with with G League experience, with, with high major NCAA experience and and there's been some guys now signing and, and even in the bubble who had you know, a stint in the NBA. So um, I've, I've been really impressed with, with the caliber of basketball. I, I, I don't think people truly understand just how good these guys really are.
4: Uh, by the way, Jacques Dupuis is watching in Ottawa and says, Go Blackjacks, go. They have yet to play a home game, but they did have a good showing in the St. Catharines, Ontario bubble last year. So I'm excited to watch the Blackjacks too. And maybe I'll, I'll pose this to both of you. Barry, how do you feel about the NBA guys coming into the CEBL, not just like a Joel Anthony and Hamilton in his front office role, but you got Leo Routon's kid, Andy with the Blackjacks. Isn't Patrick Ewing's kid involved in Ottawa? Like the NBA buy-in of the CEBL seems pretty cool to me, Barry. What What are your thoughts on that?
5: Well, I couldn't agree with you more. The more roots I think that the league can put down in, in you know, various avenues uh, across the basketball world, the the stronger the league becomes. So, You know, the addition of, of, as Chad has mentioned, players who've got various levels of professional experience, Uh, those people in management, uh, the broadening of the fan base, I think those are all very exciting uh, developments for the league.
4: Chad, uh, your thoughts on that with the the influx of those people, plus yourself with your background, like the league is growing, and the fact that there are markets, there are cities clamoring for teams, right? Uh, Winnipeg wants one Montreal looks like getting one they're talking with Calgary like how exciting is that from your role
2: oh it's very exciting you know I think I think the leadership of the CBL you know the ownership and and our commissioner those guys do a great job of of promoting the brand building the brand you know it's a first class league and and I think because of that that's why you're starting to see guys who you know have ties to the NBA come over and join the CBL and I think it just uh, you know, adds a lot of, you know, legitimate, you know, players and, and, and coaches and front office staff to the league. And that's that's great for the league overall.
4: Last one. The Rattlers are watching. They've written in tickets will be available as restrictions begin to lift. You can head over to the Rattlers.ca for more info. Scott Hanbury, he's a VP now, right, at Great Western. Big shot at Great Western. He says the best basketball game I've ever been to was a Rattlers game here in Saskatoon with the Rod Peterson team. I'm so grateful that Scott's forgot that I snuck into the courtside seats and we got kicked out because we were in somebody's seats. We had to go to row two. He forgot about that. Thank you, Scott. But, uh, Chad, I just got to ask you just a roster note. Kai Williams, I've known since he's about that big. Is he on the roster this year? I know he participated in the summer series last year. What, what's Kai's status for this year?
2: Well, I, I think, you know, Barry is obviously still, you know, finalizing. Um, some of the, you know, the final roster spots and, um, you know, he's working hard in that area. And, and Kai was great last year. You know, I I've known Kai for a while as well. And I know his younger brother, Jamal, and, um, he, he was just a real pleasure to coach. He's a first, you know, first-class guy. He, he was a true pro. And I thought he did a great job for us for us last year in the bubble.
4: He is a uh, pure basketball guy and he is first-class. Well, guys, as you know, we're following very closely what you're doing. We're big fans. Good luck, and uh, we'll see you up there in June. I appreciate the time.
5: Thanks for having Bro, us, Rob. Thanks for having us on.
4: You bet. Barry Rollick, the general manager, Chad Jacobson, the head coach. of your Saskatchewan Rattlers, boom, boom, hiss. <laughs> That's what it is. Rattle the rim. It's exciting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Scott, Scott Henberry from Great Western says, I didn't forget. But I thought I would leave that out. Had a blast. By the way, the guy didn't show up till halftime. We didn't think he was coming. (laughs) Do you remember? You were there. I was there. I'm I'm like, hey, Scott, let's go to the front row. These seats are empty. They they should be filled for television purposes. Then the guy shows up and he's all covered in tattoos and chains. I'm like, so I was just keeping it warm for you, bud. We'll go back to our (laughs) seats. Yeah, we'll go back to our seats. Uh, from Chris bird in Toronto, he says, interesting that the NBA supports global basketball and is lauded for doing so CFL tries it. And many people crap on them for trying shake my head. Let's come back on that. Okay. Your eyes just lit up. Oh yeah. You got a point on that? I do. Okay. Okay. Uh, sports update. The Buffalo Sabres fired coach Ralph Kruger this morning, less than two years into his second season. And with the free-falling team in the midst of an 0-10-2 skid, the Sabres made the move this morning following a 3-2 loss at New Jersey. Nathan McKinnon and Samuel Gerrard scored two twenty-three 23 apart early in the third period and the Colorado Avalanche, rallied for six unanswered goals to beat the Ducks 8-4. Trent Frederick scored the lone goal of the third period and the Boston Bruins, beat the Pittsburgh Penguins 2-1. Braden Point had a goal and an assist, and the shootout winner, helping the Tampa Bay Lightning recover from a late meltdown to beat the Dallas Stars 4-3. Fred Van Vliet has been giving out a lot of hugs lately for the simple fact that he's thrilled to know that his COVID-19 experience is now over. Van Vleet, Spicy P, Malachi Flynn, and Patrick McCaw were back with the team for practice after missing more than two weeks for virus-related reasons. Raps take on the Pistons tonight. What are the odds on Come On? Yeah, you
1: get $5, or 25, $5 bet returns $25 on if, Come On if, if the, the Raptors, Raptors win. win.
4: So just pick the Raptors to win. All those guys are coming back. Exactly. Easy money. Easy money. You can get the Come On app or bet at ComeOnCanada, ComeOnOfficial.com. We'll be back. Well, hang on. The Blue Jays are picking up the option year on manager Charlie Montoyo's contract. There you go. There you go. What's easier than that? They're beating the Pistons tonight. Easy money. He became the 13th manager in franchise history in October 2018. Charlie Montoyo signing a three-year deal with an option for 2022. Montoyo guided the Blue Jays to a 67-95 and record in 2019. And then last year in the pandemic-shortened season, they were 32-28 and and into the playoffs. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room. You're home for Regina Pats hockey on their big screens. You can find them in the heart of the Doodny Strip. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. We're going to start viewer takeover early. That's next. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, live daily on YouTube and Facebook, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live.
3: Head to youtube.com slash the Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now, back to the studio with Rod.
4: Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's the, the RP Show. Here we go. I said we're starting the viewer takeover early, and we are. I'm a man of my word. J-Rod's watching today. You know J-Rod? Yes. He just writes in says, Morning, guys. Rod, you and Dupes doing a March Madness bracket. Well, I'm going to do one. I wasn't going to, but I was invited into one in Philadelphia this morning by the Enterprise Sports Guys. Okay. Dan, the situation, Cervelli, who watches the show every day and just stumbled across us on cable television in Philly. So I'm going in there with a bunch of American guys. So I'm probably going to get my ass handed to me, but it wouldn't be the first time. Is Montana in the tournament this year? They're always my team. Montana? The basketball superpower of Montana. For the Dickinson brothers, (laughs) I always pull for them. Montana. Uh, You see Gonzaga's favorite, right? Like, I don't... I'm going to go in the bracket just for fun. It's $25 U.S., but you understand the person that wins is usually a 75-year-old lady with nine cats, right? She just threw a dart. Yeah,
1: she used her Keno numbers, (laughs) and that's how she got the win. That's usually... but. There's no skill involved in this, correct? But write your picks down. We do want to post your picks. I don't, we're not going to ask you, everybody for their picks, but everybody, we want to okay. post yours. Okay? okay, So just write them down.
4: Uh, John Heaps watching. He says, the Stars' white uniforms, worst in the history of the NHL. They, did they win last night? Everybody's talking about their jerseys. It doesn't matter. They're not great. White pants, white jerseys, white socks, white gloves, white helmets. I don't know why you need to do that. But it's not a lot different than Vegas' whites. You know? It's gimmicky. They're trying something.
1: They lost in a shootout. But
4: They lost in a shootout? Okay. It's,
1: yeah, it is gimmicky. You know, the Estevan Bruins tried that too, right? For the local audience. Um, I don't like it. It's like wearing white belt, white tie, white sunglasses. It looks bad. It's... You know one of them you can get away with. One.
4: Well, but- honestly, hopefully we're affecting change somewhat here on the Rod Peterson Show Daily. Wear whatever the hell you want to wear. Because I used to wear white sunglasses and this guy, this hater, used to be all over me all the time, tweeting me, facebooking me, writing into my with the white sunglasses. Who cares? It's my face. And then one day he literally came down to the radio station with a pair of black sunglasses and said, <laughs> "Here you go." I'm like, you know what? At least I admire that. At least you're not some chicken with a burner Twitter account coming after me. He's like, literally, got in my face. Stop wearing the white sunglasses. Here you go. <laughs> He's literally looking out for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, he thought he was. Um. Oh boy, now we're getting into it. And now, the poll question today: Who do you support in this latest Twitter feud? Gord Miller barstool or do you want to stay in the middle gordon miller's refused to go on any podcast affiliated with barstool sports including spit and chicklets because of their history with misogyny sexism right and i'm just not that familiar with the barstool brand that's why i'm trying to go off the top of my head i don't know enough about this yeah 55% 55% of you saying you're supporting Gord Miller. 27% of you saying you support Barstool. And 18% say you'd prefer to stay in the middle of the road. I voted for Gord just because I love Gord. He's a good guy. He did not get into this to grandstand. I don't think he's just saying, I don't want to go on the show. Here's why. And people are going nuts. And it's not a shot against
1: the Spittin' Chicklets guys. No, it's it's a but they against, took it as that. It's a shot against the Barstool brand, right? Yeah. Which they're underneath now, but... Um, yeah, those guys, I no problems there, right?
4: Yeah. Uh, Devin in Regina writes in Prairie Mobile text line. He says, I love Barstool. I support it 100%. Gordon Miller is a good play-by-play guy, but classic virtue signaling, never having to prove he believes what he says. I don't know about that. Somewhere along the way, I got lost. I got lost in this wash of terminology, of virtue signaling and social justice warriors. I kind of understand that. Like virtue signaling. What the hell? Who came up with that? You Some know, wordsmith. sexism and misogyny, all that. I was going to wait till the weekend to write this in my 10 things column, but I'll say it now. You want to talk about inclusion, diversity? We have a writer for Dubnetwork.ca. Her name's Lizzie Childs. She's an Asian woman covering the Portland Winterhawks. She can play on my team any day. She's a grinder. <laughs> she writes great stuff. She's got opinions. She's actually morphed into covering the Seattle Thunderbirds for Dubnetwork.ca. Talented. So I don't care your gender. I don't care your uh, race, ethnicity. Can you get the job done? Lizzie can play on my team anytime. She's with us until she decides she don't want to be with us anymore. Her call. Talented,
1: hardworking, team player. Oh, yeah. All the great things.
4: Todd Carlisle writing us on uh, Twitter says Portnoy, David Portnoy from Barstool, the founder, has challenged Gord to discuss it publicly. I'd love to see it. I might skip that. Yeah. Viewer James Thrice says, oh, the Montana Grizzlies. Ah, the basketball powerhouse. Somebody's got to cheer for them. Go Grizz. Uh, Just one more, and then we'll break and come back with more viewer takeover. What do you got? Did we find out if they're in the bracket? I don't even know if they're in the bracket. They used to be. They have been in the past.
1: Duke is not in the bracket.
4: Yeah, that's big news. Huge. That's not going over well. No, it's not. Uh, From uh, Jamie in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Hey, RP, from the sound of your voice during last night's Instagram Live during Warmies. He's talking about the Pats Warriors game. You sounded like a kid again in a candy store after being shut down for months because of COVID. Jokes aside, really hope the squad cast got more viewership over the Pats game. Clark was going live with his podcast and Max during the Pats broadcast. Thanks a lot for your help, guys. I I told him when I
1: left here, the building, I said... (laughs) <laughs> that's, I said 7.55, but 5 to 8, if you could just uh,
4: tee up the game and yeah, exactly. shut her down, that'd be great. I couldn't be happier that I'm back doing hockey, as I wrote in last week's column. It's like country star Paul Brandt says, that's where I come from, that's who I am. Love it. More viewer takeover, and we never, we've kept Chris Bird dangling in Toronto. I apologize, Chris. He says the CFL is getting smashed for trying to go global with players. The CEBL is doing it, and they're being applauded. And the NBA, what's the difference? We'll tell you the difference. When we come back, all right, it's the RP Show on Game Plus TV today, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service. Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live.
3: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. your opinions now we won't victimize you unless you really deserve it now back to your host rod peterson
4: uh welcome back and moose dupont's here too um the curling report which we do daily for verge agriculture canada's best female and male curlers will be under one roof for the first time this season when the 2021 canadian mixed doubles curling championship gets underway thursday 35 teams will open play Thursday morning in the fan-free bubble at Windsport Arena at Canada Olympic Park in Calgary, chasing not only the biggest prize ever offered at a mixed doubles event, $50,000 from the total purse of $150,000, but also the chance to wear Canadian colors at the 2021 World Mixed Doubles Championship. There, seven of the ten countries that will qualify to send teams to the Winter Olympics in 2022 in Beijing will be determined, making it the most important international mixed doubles event of this quadrennial outside of the Olympics themselves. There will be no shortage of star quality competing in Calgary, including all five members of the Kerry Anderson team that captured the Scotties Tournament of Hearts this uh, last month in the bubble. Anderson is paired with Brad Gushu. Vice-skip Val Sweeting is playing with Mark Kennedy on an all-lefty duo. Second, Shannon Burchard has combined with Caitlin uh, Schneider. Sorry, Cat. They spelled it wrong. <laughs> Lead, Brianne Mayer is playing with Mark Nichols. And alternate, Kristen Karwacki has tamed with Derek Samigalski. Meanwhile, two members of the newly crowned Briar champions from Edmonton, Skip Brendan Botcher and Vice Skip Darren Molding, will be participating. Botcher is paired with fiancé Bobby Sauder, while Molding is playing with Joanne Courtney. The teams have been split into five round-robin pools and the top five seeds in the event are the top-listed teams in each pool. The Curling Report is sponsored by Verge Agriculture, helping farmers plan and optimize their operations across every field. Try Verge's precision farm tech software for free today at vergeag.com. I want to get to your comments. I'm sure we'll have time, but with the guy, Chris Bird, who was comparing CEBL and NBA global expansion to what the CFL is trying to do, I had thoughts, but I just looked over at Moose, and he had a twinkle in his eye. And you're the smartest of the two, so why don't you tell me what, why you perked up on that? Well, it's, it's interesting. So
1: his, his whole comment was about, look at the NBA seems to be championing. Glo- we're all excited about global expansion in the NBA, but when it comes to the CFL trying to grow globally, we shut it down. That's because it's our league, right? The NBA is not really our league. So we're all about, well, they should be doing it. The American League, right? In Canada, sure they should be, right? That's like Finland being excited about CFL 2.0, which they are, right? They love when we champion, you know, it's, you know uh, football over there. So that's really what it's about. It's about it being our league. We're protective of our league. I'm sure if you ask the United States if they love growing the game in other areas, they wouldn't be as they'd be more indifferent to it, right? In Canada, we love it because we get more NBA in our backyard. But it'll be different in the United States. I think it's just perspective.
4: Boy, that's, there's not a lot out there these days.
1: Yeah, I think
4: it's just perspective. I, people just want to fight. I got, like, I'm not going to call them out anymore. I've mentioned their names enough on this show. Over our poll question today, why would you even put Barstool Sports as an option as to who to support? That's the whole point. As a matter of fact, it goes deeply into some of our comments here today about eddie lack being made fun of I'm, I'm not sure where where is it here it is from jason and red you speaking of people hiding behind twitter accounts did you see the guy talking about not being able to handle listening to eddie lack on the radio because eddie stutters disgusting i love eddie We love Eddie, too, and Eddie's so upset about what this guy said about his stutter, he's considering not even going on the air ever again anywhere. I saw was Oilers Nation, the oil drop, tweeting yesterday, can we support Ethan Bear? He's been the subject of racism because of his play because he's a First Nations hockey player from Mochapauay, Saskatchewan. Look, you've got to understand, it's about ignoring it. It's about not participating in it. You are never going to change people. So you people that have a problem with what's being said in the barstool vote or with... Ethan, yeah, we love Ethan. We love him as much as we've loved any hockey player. We're not going to change these idiots, especially when they're hiding behind burner accounts. Do you have a take on that? Like, my whole thing is there's more hate than ever out there about me. I could not care less. Like, if you want to just, comp- can, can you just step out of the fight? You. That's all that I'm saying. Step out of the fight. And that's the biggest lesson,
1: right? You have to st- blinders, right? Stick to yeah, you. Yeah, I got them on. Don't be looking at your ex's account. Don't be looking at your mentions on Twitter when this stuff's
4: coming in. Guy said to me yesterday, Rod, you got blinders on. Thank you. I'm happy. Are you? Okay, we'll got the ultra update next hour and more, and plus Calem Galbraith coming up after this break.
3: For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com.
0: You know how to book flights and hotels. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
3: Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon.